Also, shout out to uh, back in crew Sachika, Brian, and Sidhu, who's on his way to becoming a vegetable <laughs> with every passing hour. Okay. Huh? You can see. Five seconds of late reaction, dude. B e a u t. A u t. Butte. Speaking of butte, that's. That's what we can call the start to your MMA career, man. Fresh off of a win, yeah. Fresh off of very PG massages in Thailand, <laughs> <laughs> and a fuck you to Marvin Vettori. <laughs> Leave that in there. Fuck you. Let's go. Leave that in there. Let's go. Didn't even bother. Didn't even fucking bother. How are you bother. feeling, bro? I feel fucking awesome, dude. Like this whole year has been such a mind fuck and a half. Like you know it better than anybody. My, I've had twelve fight cancellations this year, and constantly having to reset after that. Constantly having to fucking. just prove to everybody that it's still worth it it's still worth it that fight outside the cage was far harder than what i fought in the cage and if anybody thinks that i made it look easy in that cage it's because i fought a lot harder i fought myself a lot harder outside the cage you know like this entire year was just i fought i fought against myself there were a lot of things that i had to realize about myself there were a lot of things that you know the people that love me made me realize about me and i'm very thankful for where i am today i'm not happy i'm not sad i'm not upset or i'm not ecstatic about any of it because i just i'm very thankful for what i am i'm very thankful that i got that first win that my opponent had the balls to step up and fight first of all because like 12 guys cancelled on me you know so i've been resetting like i said i've been resetting since march so a good 9 10 months of just having to 8 9 months of having to fucking reset again and again was just a big mind fuck and sachika knows that better than anybody because like she had to go through all of that with me you know like there were days where i just didn't believe in myself but she kept me believing in me so even my family at times you know like there were times where i just i wasn't feeling like myself and a lot of times i just needed to remind myself that i needed to be home so instead of doing my training camp in delhi instead of doing my training camp in fucking bombay this time <clears throat> trying to go and find the best gym around there i was just like you know what i'm going to stay at home i'm going to be myself and that's exactly what you saw in the cage you saw instincts you didn't see preparation i kind of took the nate diaz route of it like like fuck like fuck preparing fight me That's yeah it. like i mean, you you prepares you until that moment right After like that's the whole point, idea of it yeah. you can't like of game plans a very important part of it but but you know having that presence of mind to yeah. throw in those real meries and see if they catch it then you know you come off better right yeah. and that that takes preparation dude yeah. like i think props to you for that man and no, and the drop down to weight was it was it motivated to kind of that was motivated to kind of me having a successful career because the reason i've been fighting at featherweight is just because i didn't want to cut so much weight when i was fighting like 7 kilos does sound like a lot of weight because i walk around at 72 so 7 kilos to 65.8 it's, it does sound like a lot but in hindsight it wasn't really because i got very complacent with it i got complacent with my diet i got complacent with everything in my life my habits my you know i wasn't even training every day this time to this fight camp because i i don't know if any many people know this but i was not well 3 weeks before the fight maybe 3 weeks or 2 weeks 3 three weeks. Three weeks yeah 3 weeks before the fight i had a crazy 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 uh, viral infection which rendered me bedridden for like a week and this was during fight camp so battling shit like that is what like i knew i was going to come out on top eventually like i knew i was going to make it to the fight 
So compartmentalizing what you have to solve at what point in your life is something that I feel benefited me a lot. Because whenever I tried to, whenever I tried to overthink it, I'd overthink it to a point where it paralyzed me. Yeah, because you don't you don't know what to do. You're just listening to everybody else around you, and not listening to yourself. And at this point, I was just like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna listen to myself. I'm gonna fucking listen to myself this time." And that's what I did. And I made the right calls. Such uh, a helped me make the right uh, diet moves and uh, just mentally keeping me in the right place this entire fight camp. You know, like every time I needed something, every time I needed to be, every time I needed to talk to somebody, she was just fucking right there. That's it. Catered to everything that I needed. All Take my that tantrums. Mike Perry approach, huh? Yeah. <laughs> she was listed as my corner man for my fight. Because right. she flew out with me. So she was listed as my corner. How is it how is it did did it turn you on to watch all these men rub bodies against each other and sweat blood it felt it must have felt like game of thrones for you with you know just a condensed version of it like Oh yeah, when when that guy was on top of him. Mm. This man is pouring his heart out to you. Just eliminate with such a. No, that's okay. That's our equation. He's the Sean O'Malley and the Mike Chandler of this whole thing, bro. Dude, like. If I ever commented yeah. that fight, that shit would have been so biased, dude. That like I just, I can't, bro. I was just so excited over there because the whole time, whole time that guy was on top of you, I was just like, this motherfucker cannot be scoring points just by staying on top of someone. Like this yeah. is a fan it infuriates. You yeah. fucking call me a casual. I understand. Like sometimes you've got to do that to win fights. But like better people have done that to win fights, right? Yeah. Like just stay on top and you know call it a day. Smart, like smart. as though that's Punk as though yeah. yeah, as though that's the only way to win. Cool. But holy shit, man! That nice kickback over there, like. <laughs> you know, my dad. How did for that years, feel like? For years, my dad told me, you know, you can't achieve anything off your back. I got my first fucking professional win off my back, dude. I got my first national title off my back with three arm bars. Oh fucking so, lead, dude. So I don't. I guess lying down kind of helps me. Lying down in a fight, being relaxed. But that was my whole approach in this fight. Like, just be relaxed, be yourself, be creative. That's it. Because for two and a half years, three years, I was not able to be extremely creative with my fighting because. I mean, I jumped from gym to gym, and everybody taught me something different, right? So I thought that grappling was the way to go. I thought that you throw a jab, cross, you do, you 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 shoot a takedown, you get the takedown, you get on top, you finish the guy. That was how a fight went. Or if you don't finish the guy, you dry hump him for three rounds till you win, <laughs> right? And hopefully you're on top. You're <laughs> or hopefully you're on your back and you and you land a submission or something. But with me, whenever I'm fighting, like I think people need to know that like I'm. I'm always dangerous in a fight. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not boasting about my fighting style, but I never switch off in a fight. Like you'll never catch me slacking in a fight, ever. Or being way too fucking cocky and whatnot. Or be right? exactly. Like, yeah, I'm I'm always tuned into it, right? So, with me, I carry power into the la- in, into the final rounds of the fight as well. It's not like I don't have power in the final rounds. It's just that when I'm, my last fight that I fought before this was uh, an amateur was was at the amateur national championships and I lost that bout to a friend. His name is uh, Kuti. Now Kuti beat me because he was just extremely smart about that. Like he knew I was gonna bum rush him, take him to the cage, take him down. He waited for one and a half rounds, tired me the fuck out, and then beat me up for the rest of the uh, beat, beat me up for the rest of the fight. And I realized that I fought with my ego over there, you know. So fighting with your instincts and fighting with your ego are two completely fucking different things, which not a lot of people realize. But 2022 has been a year of realizing the difference between my instincts and my ego, you know. So I think that's I think that's the biggest win I've had this entire year, not just in terms of the fight, but in terms of what it taught me. 
people say losses teach you a lot of fucking things and they make you they they light a fire under you but for me winning has always lit more of a fire under me because i know that okay chalo i can do this now if i could do this now i can continue doing it i couldn't imagine doing this when i was 10 i never imagined any of this when i was 10 you know so today when it's happening and it's happening with a very solid fucking set of people with a guy just looking and appreciating how fucking awesome the amrut whiskey looks <laughs> <laughs> He's reading that shit like an encyclopedia, <laughs> man. What the fuck? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> bro, you are so zoned into that, that be, shit, dog. That can be a special effect in your fucking episodes, bro. Bro, this ah, man's... Ah, ah, from the back, ah, just... <laughs> it's just the most Tamilian, ah, like... Ah, what, ah, what, ah? <laughs> but, but, dude, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Sidhu looks like you, you think he's a big guy, bro. I promise you, if you throw him in the hearts and the deaths of Tamil Nadu... But I just love to watch that. I'd love to watch. He's gonna him become go a white. Around. He's gonna become a white chick so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I speak Tamil. Wanna come? No, I'm Peshwar. That's all I know how to say. All, all that, all that yeah. says in Tamil yeah. is, I speak Tamil in a way that will make you want to beat me up. Like, please, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's like you're, you're technically ask. What you're asking is. Listen, listen I speak the universal language. people to do my beating like you bro did he just say yeah. on chat that like i can be bored with money bro cuz you're right but like just <laughs> not just not a whole lot bro you know you're not that rich yet you and i both know people who inshallah. can bro. like inshallah this. one day brother <laughs> brother one day inshallah brother one day we know you know people who can buy us bro that's just okay, scary bro i'll pay you to be best friend you know how they have like ronaldo ronaldo had that What? What? Neymar pays five of his friends to hang out with him. Are we going to put this in the podcast? One is a director, one is events planner. Nikhil will be my friend, bro, like that. Hey, give me the stuff. Bro, this guy couldn't score. Bro, this guy couldn't crush, bro. How am I going to let him score? Tell people of the world that Cordoba is the place to go. Fucking shit! I didn't even think of it like that, bro. I didn't even think of it like that. ंडी Also apologize for the state of my voice cuz currently it sounds like I deep throated a massive cock and I know from the stories most of you think that it might be Sidhu's but no it's not it's not it's not Sidhu's It's a different cock but it's a cock nevertheless <laughs> I like how stuck you feel right now like Shit. I like there is nothing <laughs> I, I can not, say to make this better You did not you did <laughs> There is nothing I can say to make this better Dude the the you mm. know one thing I'm really happy about is that this whole thing started off as one tiny podcast that we that we dreamt of like 2 years ago yeah saying that one day we'll do this in pune be in a state of chronic nirvana like you know <laughs> like with pune cocks are no watching this so fighting a guy it's a fresh challenge and george is getting warmed up for the next one that's exactly what i i, I fucking love to see right like if anything like Bro, we've been in the shit since the very first time we met. We started yeah. talking. That was about the time like, we started to compete, like pr- properly. So. And like, bro, I've no matter what, man, I've I've always had that faith in you. But fuck, 
Watching you do that shit just increase that faith tenfold. Man, where'd you pull that fucking strength in you to just go through that grind and you know? On holiday. Yeah, we're supposed to be chilling, bro. Like chilling. red panty night for a while, and then you know, you skip the red panty night, huh? Skip the red panty night, bro. Like I skipped, I skipped a lot of things growing up. So like skipping the good things for me isn't very hard. So, but for me, what I enjoy is training. Like for me, I enjoy the lifestyle. I enjoy, I enjoy being, I enjoy being current John fighter. Like I quite like that. Even though I can just be myself, like like for the week that I was in Kosa movie, I didn't train one bit, and that was the one week I feel I deserved, you know, because even after my fight, although it had the spectacular ending that it did, like I wasn't very satisfied with my win, because I know that I could have done a lot better, I could have been more technical, a lot of could have. You didn't you didn't like that the fact that he took you down, huh? You just you just didn't you just that didn't sit well with you, did it? Like it still has it, dude. Like right, like, it still has it, but, like uh, the motherfucker, you had the audacity to take me down, right, bro. That's not happening again, like you know. That's not happening again, dude. And if somebody <laughs> take, I wish somebody takes me down the next time. Like I didn't like that he took me down at his will, but I hope somebody takes me down the next time. Like, nah. like like quite honestly speaking, because there's so many things that I wanted to do in that fight that I was, I was getting my bearings in that fight to be very honest, and I was feeling out a lot of things, and that a lot of people might call that a bitch approach to the fight, but uh, to me. I know what I wanted to do. I wanted to win. I didn't want to go zero and one that night. <laughs> because this guy was sipping it like one nice Fanta ad, like, <laughs> like you know, like, and he kept it with that. <laughs> Wait, I'm the ad. Yeah, you're the truth. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, my friend. Thank you for finally coming out to Pune. Thank you for making this happen. But more than anything, like, thank you for uh, being so enthusiastic about everything, dude. Like everything. From the fucking start, like quite genuinely, like my only thought, my only thought when I was turning pro was, "Fuck, Nikhil's gonna love this, bro. He gets to talk shit now in on behalf of me in front of the whole world." Bro, I, I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to that, man. You know, um, growing up, especially in school, like, I was super enthused with with WWE, yeah. and um, not a lot of people actually see this, but there are a lot of parallels to be drawn from WWE and like you know, entertain like sports yeah. entertainment and UFC because they're doing the same thing now because WWE was just controlled physical action and scripted physical action mixed with entertaining um, featurettes, right? Like there's a lot of words, world class physical attributes said. on people, athleticism, um, showmanship, a lot of showmanship, like hundred percent, hundred percent. So it was showmanship mixed yeah. with drama, mixed with athleticism, and that's kind of exactly what we're getting with MMA these days, right? And entertain whether you like it or not, entertainment is a massive feature. And I think part 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 of the reason why not a lot of promotions strike it big is because they kind of miss the mark with that entertainment feature. And you right. kind you need that. You need people fighting for fighting the good fight, fighting the right fight. Yeah. You know, in the true martial artist way. But at the end of the day, we live in a world that's really controlled and guided by numbers. Yeah. And Numbers are often drawn from drama and attention and shit. You've got to spurs things up, man. Fuck yeah. You got to, but that's the thing. Like we do, you know, we don't. I don't know a whole lot of people. Just, just find me marks, bro. I'll, you know. But I feel like I'll just make people laugh, bro. If I ever cornered you in the UFC, I'd just be chatting shit and make Dude, you laugh. You'd be just chatting like, shit. Midway, like grabbing by the ball sack. By the way, that would be keeping me a lot more calm than what advice my cornermen were giving me. Oh but man, what, what advice were cornermen giving you? Dude, they gave some excellent fucking advice, man. I was exaggerating, but like they gave some excellent fucking advice. They just told me to be calm. That's it. So I knew my opponent wasn't a grappler. And I'm not shitting on my opponent. I'm just telling, yeah. I'm just telling people what was going through my mind during the fight. I knew that he wasn't known for his grappling. I didn't know how much he had been grappling. He felt physically quite strong when he was on top of me, but 
when he took me down like i knew that there wasn't going to be anything too threatening besides maybe ground and pound and i was ready for that i was like okay i'm going to block and slip with all those punches and he connected with a few i'm not going to lie but nothing that hurt me nothing that made me feel phased at any point so when i didn't feel phased i knew that i could stay more and more and more relaxed and with everything that he was doing he was expelling more effort right so every time he was trying to move i was just trying to move with him and square up with him so he didn't try to pass guard or didn't try to get into a better position just kept him in my guard when i saw him get a little sloppy with the right hand and i let him get a little comfortable with landing a few things and then blocking and slipping a few things uh he i don't know if it was his right hand, left hand sorry landed a big left hand on me and i used that momentum i rolled with the punch i used that momentum to kind of grab onto his wrist and i threw up the armbar from a very weird angle which is why i didn't get it all that right it was almost in and he was just so physically strong that he picked me up and he flung me but before he flung me i realized that okay if he flings me i'm going to look like a bitch so i let go but he flung me nonetheless and i looked like a bitch but when i fell on the floor i kind of stopped myself with my elbows and stayed tuned in like i said i'm always trying to be dangerous in a fight i'm always trying to hurt you in a fight i'm not i'm, ne- I'm never switched off i'm not, i'm never switched okay. off i'm never saying that there's no there's no chance that you're going to get knocked out there's every chance in every minute and every round and every second because with with that fight it was very special to me and more than wanting that when i needed that win so when i saw the opening i threw a hail mary i threw that up kick and it's not like i practiced that up kick but it's just i've stayed calm enough in training to kind of land it in fun in training sometimes and this is one of those times where i was like fuck it do it see what happens yeah, and, he fell, and he fell down and i hit him with two right hands on his way down and he was he was down and out and i at that point i just couldn't believe that i did that yeah dude me i was neither. like i hit him with the up kick i'm like maine kiya maine kiya bro maine kiya bro you think mujhe he was his eyes were still his eyes were still open and i was just like karan fucking finish him finish him finish him and i hit him with two right hands and it was over man like and he couldn't have been nicer about it after the fight you know he was All very right. nice about it like we spoke and there was no bad blood there was no nothing we just parted ways in the most respectful way that we both possibly yeah, could kicked him in the chin bro like he's <laughs> not going to be like yeah bro fuck <laughs> he, he, he like what if he did it to him again bro <laughs> like it's india no, man, like yeah <laughs> oh my god like, man i don't know it was it was something i needed more than i wanted you know because if you just want it you ha- people say you have to want it you have to want it you have to want it it's just i think it's the most bullshit advice you you, you can possibly give anybody that will make them complacent just because you want it doesn't mean you're going to get it because the world doesn't give you what you fucking want right oh, 100% gives you what you need not what you deserve what you fucking need whether you deserve it or you don't right there's see you need see? a lot bro karan's karan had this really cool fucking story i think i don't know if you want to talk about it like i'll what leave it to you but remember that thing where you stood up to this guy and yeah. and, and i made a story badai. out of it such coming soon to coming soon to <laughs> such badhai so i was uh, want to talk about it yes yeah it's a spoiler alert for my short film cool but anyway like <laughs> <laughs> you sure cool so sachika's mom was uh, very kind enough to make us uh, pani puri one day right she wanted to she wanted to she loves feeding me yeah. and i just say okay to anything that she gives me to eat to be honest because i fucking love the food at their house so i think i broke santa bro <laughs> shit my bad Uh so we were at uh, this place called Badai Sweets that gives you some some of the most excellent pani puri that you'll ever get in Pune fucking shout out <laughs> yeah but um we were standing in line and uh, it was particularly hot on this day and it was like we both were kind of hungry and peeved off so Sachika was like why don't these people that are standing in front of us who already have their order move from the middle and this one guy who had no business saying anything to either of us just started speaking some shit to her so i got i got i got in between them and he was like hey chal 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 he was telling sachika this you know so i was just like 
okay, you don't fuck me. You can talk to me like that, you can get away with it with me, but you talk to her like that, you're fucking dead. You're fucking dead. You, anybody disrespects her in any way, you're fucking dead. So, I got in between them. I still tried to be a little calm about it. But I tried to confront him and be a little assertive. And then he was just like, Tera do minute mein nikalenga idhar, madhar chod, chutiye, laude, blah, blah, blah. Just fucking... Classic. Yeah, exactly. Puna for you, bro. Like, yeah. like th- this is Puna for everybody, guys. But, um, this was the, this was a particularly wrong person to want to pick a fight with. Because I didn't know if he had any friends around and Sachika was with me, right? Like, when if, if I was alone, I would have taken that chance. I would have fucking taken his head off, but probably gotten my career gone down the drain. But um, since she was with me, it was a bit sobering for me because I knew that, okay, I can't act like a hot-headed asshole over here right now. So I said, okay, sorry, you're right, I'm wrong, I'm sorry, and we walked away. That fucked with me so much that when I came back and told Nikhil that story, I was physically in fucking tears trying to hold back my anger, right? And he knows this, and more than it hurting my ego, like, I don't, I'm not somebody that operates with my ego, I don't, like, I don't, I don't let it control me, but that was one of those, uh, that was one of those days where I just, I don't know, I, I wanted to get it back, I wanted to get him back, but I realized, okay, I can use this anger, I can put it, in tra- I can put it into good use with training, I can put it into good use with um, being disciplined with other things, you know, like being disciplined with my good habits every day. Yeah. Just channel all that fucking anger and energy into doing go what you... All the good habits yeah, in your daily. Wake that's up it. where you go to sleep at night that's at it. 9 o'clock, you wake up Conduct in the morning yourself like a professional play. inside and outside the cage. Like, you know, very good guy you are, no? Conduct yourself. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. But uh, it's a it's a good skill to walk around with. It's a good skill to have in your back pocket because you know that if he was the f- like I knew that if he was the first one to throw it, throw a punch or throw a cake or throw fuck the guy couldn't he didn't look like he could lift his hand, forget throwing a cake, but uh, like I said, I didn't know if he had friends, right? So there's a difference between being macho and being an idiot. Of course, but right? like you being... Brian, stand, come here. Get on camera. Get on camera. I want to hear. Come, come, come. Nice, ah, you're coming, coming. You're getting on cam, bro. Come here. Chill, bro. We'll play some Stone Cold music for Brian, baby. Let's go. Yeah, bro. Fuck, coast it, Brian. Let's fucking go. No, I was just saying, like... Um, come to that. Come to that a little more. Come, come. I need you in frame. There we go. If, if like, you being a martial artist, it's, like... Sometimes when you're like hot-headed and shit, you're faced with this situation of like, man, I can fuck this guy up if I wanted to. Yeah. But uh, you not doing that, that's like more power to you. Yeah, definitely. So because you don't you ever like absorb that? Does that make you ever like feel better? It's like, man, I could have fucked him up if I wanted to, but I didn't. So I'm the bigger. You know, my dad told me something that I'll always fucking remember. Always. Like he says, he told me that being a man is not about being hot-headed and showing that you're top dog. It's about stepping up when you need to. That is what my and coach character says in a short film. <laughs> exactly that, bro. See, this is this. See, everyone. This guy came to me and said the sweet things. Like, you know, I came and talked to Nikhil. You know, I was nearly in tears. The truth was, I was out there with my notebook, just taking every <laughs> fucking step down. Like, yeah, baby. Oh, what else did he say? Hmm. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> no, your like your pain is my success, bro. <laughs> like, you don't understand. I have to milk you for this. You don't understand yeah, how bro, grateful I am to you, I'm, bro. Every like, sad story. I have to but, tell your, your, your but both, right but both you guys like that. You practice Muay Thai too, and like, dude, you're also a physically big guy. Like, do you, you've been training for a year. When people <coughs> talk with you, don't you ever go like, I can knock you the fuck out? Yeah, don't you go like, I can throw. Yeah, a like you've got. Like, you've been training long it? enough to do that. How do you deal with it? Like, you know. I deal with it in the gym. Like, I'm fortunate enough to like to be able to go to a gym and like train every day. So, 
It's like if somebody fucks with me, even if so, if someone fucks with me in the gym, it's different because then like you're inspiring them, I can take it out on them. But like somebody fucks with me outside, it's like there's so many times there's like some dude in line or something. It's like and he kind of like acts like he's a big dude or like a big shot or something. So just have to eat it because it's it's different when you're like him as like a professional fighter is different because he has so much more to gain. But even like as a human being, when you're out like in the street and stuff. There's like no rules, so you can slip and like crack your neck, or the other dude can have a knife or whatever. Yeah, there's yeah. many factors, dude. Yeah. Like you have to factor into you have to factor into that equation about weapons because that's a big thing. Oh yeah. As much as we practice and as much as we know that we have this discipline, we have this skill. At the end of the day, it's a skill. It's not an instinct, right? So that's the difference between being an athlete and being a fighter, right? Just because you're a fighter doesn't mean you're a fucking fighter. You have to have natural instinct in the street to be able to Other fuck around, someone right? up. If you're an athlete, you're, <laughs> you're competing. But like a fighter, someone who fights... That's what I said. You, you have to have natural instinct as yeah, a fighter. Yeah, fighters when you're okay. competing, when you're an athlete, you have to be... You have to learn and condition yourself to abide by a certain set of rules to win a fight. Because if you... Uh, if, if, if you Peter Jan Sterling, what <laughs> he did in their first fight, <laughs> if you do that to somebody, you're going to get... As as dominant as Peter Jan was in that fight, you saw this, the, the the kind of flack that he got for it, right? It wasn't it wasn't a pretty thing. It wasn't, and I think that he did a beautiful job at winning that fight. If he had kept his composure and not gone out of the rules, I think that that would have been one of the best title wins ever, title defenses ever, and it was till he got DQ. Mm -hmm. But but if I'm lying on my knees in a fight and I'm trying to take the guy down and he decides to throw another knee, there's no one to stop him from doing that, right? Yeah. I am a fighter. I know that I will be able to handle something like that. Now I'm making a personal statement about it because like I don't I'm I'm not scared of fighting anybody in the street. It just depends on who's with me. Do I want to be stupid about it? Do yeah. I want to be smart about it? Or is this guy really worth it? Is this really fucking worth it? Like I know I can kill you. <laughs> I know I can fucking murder you if I if I if I get your back. Because you don't know how to defend that. I obviously can't murder another fighter because yeah, the fighter yeah, knows yeah. when to tap out and I'm conditioned to let him go when he taps yeah. out. Right? But this guy doesn't know when to tap out. I'm waiting for him to go out. And I don't know how long it's going to take for him to go out because I'm used to a referee pulling me off. But I won't stop till I finish you. Now, that depends on what your threshold for pain is. If it kills you, it kills you, right? Exactly. So you can't be stupid about these things. Like, you can't, um, you can't go about and keep, sh keep showing how strong you are everywhere because that, that's, not that, that, that's not what makes you a professional. 100%. And, like, yeah. honestly, bro, there's, some, there's so much truth to it because... And that's one of the reasons, and that truth is the reason why I put so much importance onto martial arts training too, because it enables you to also be athletic to a certain degree. Because right now, I live in Toronto, bro. That's an that's a very unsafe city. Like you know, as much as people talk about it, it's a fuck. Fuck. <laughs> what, bro? There's so many of us. Why do you think it's unsafe, bro? There's way too many like... of us. <laughs> way too many of us fucking immigrants over there. <laughs> I'm too many. too many, right? Like you're not you, getting PR, bro. Bro, Fuck how that. like how, like, yeah. bro? How often do oh man? Like I don't even get it. My point is that like everyone has fears, right? Like yeah. the other like recently, a friend of mine, she was like, oh, I feel very scared to you know walk down the street because I'm gonna get mugged. And I'm like, look, if you get mugged, nothing's gonna stop you. You're gonna get fucking mugged, right? So the only thing that could possibly prevent you is your athleticism and your fitness to maybe outrun the guy. I'm not saying fight, but like, you know, be fit enough to to run run the fuck away. And that's what kind of drives me to go to the gym and do my shit. Like, you know, for whatever reason, like the ability for me to maybe scale something up, vault myself over and fucking just free run across something for safety, right? Because, yeah. you know, when that flight of your uh, flight of fight, fight instinct kicks in, 
right? I want to be somewhat rational about my thought because that's where like, you know, things like being calm and collected comes into play, not being, you know, um, irrationally scared of these situations, right? Yeah. It all just comes back to being in such an unsafe space, being in that place where potentially you're going to get, your safety really is in your own hands, dude. Like, there was an incident at one of our stores where we called the cops and the fucking cops came half an hour later. <laughs> like, we could have been dead. We could have been bodies on the floor. Those guys would have come there, gone to the Tim Hortons, come back and they're like, fuck it, <laughs> call it a day. <laughs> like, I guess it just comes down to the importance of learning how to defend yourself and fight yourself and having yeah. that fighter instinct in some, some shape or form in the tiniest fucking way. And again, people just don't get that these days. Because, what people you know, don't realize is that fighting is a very instinctual thing. If somebody clocks you in the jaw, what are you going to do? Are you going to take it like a bitch and run away? Or are you going to fucking stand there and be like, okay, I'm going to give one back to him? You're going to do two what's things. Your, what, what's your natural instinct? What's your natural instinct? I mean, dude, like yeah. you said, sometimes, sometimes it might just make it might just be the smarter decision to take that punch, but knowing that, you know what, I'm a strong motherfucker that can take a punch and I'm, I'm secure about, about it to be chill. I'm talking about you know? it instinctually. I'm talking yeah, about no it. shit, you're going to fight the motherfucker. Yeah, of course you're going to fight the motherfucker. Of course you're going to fight the motherfucker. Yeah, 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 100%. Somebody 100%, says something to your girl, you don't want to sma smack him in his face, right? Yeah, of course you're going to exactly. want to, but like, you've got to be, you've you, got to have a crazy fucking degree of control. That's the difference between being a guy and a man, right there. And every man understands how to fight. Every man understands that, okay, when it's time to fucking step up, it's time to step up. Oh, you just sure. have some realization. Fuck, I'm a guy. No, I am a guy. No, you're not a guy. Just because you can't fight doesn't mean you will take shit, right? No, I went to Canada for one year. I got very confused about my sexuality and gender, bro. Trust me. I entered the country. I was like, I'm a guy? <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. I like this episode, dude. This is the best episode we've had so far. I mean, far. it has to be, right? Because right yeah. now, right now, the thing yeah. that you said, it's very important yeah. for a man to know when, when to throw hands, when not to, right? Because... Yeah. You've just got to have some level of physical awareness to protect those around you and yourself, right? You just have to. Yeah. Again, we're, we're animals, right? Yeah. And Jordan Peterson said this too. If, if you're not dangerous and you're a passive human being, you're not, you're not some big guy. You're just a weak man. But when you know you can kill a motherfucker and you choose not to, and you make that choice, that very conscious choice, that's what makes you a strong man because you're fighting that instinct day and night. Like, you know, you're choosing not to do that, right? You're not when necessarily doing that. You're developing rationality in your head. So the, That's the, what the, martial the, arts is about, right? The rational like, thing to do, no, it's a human thing to do. Martial arts like, is secondary in it, but it's thought in martial arts, but that's secondary. When um, rationality becomes a thing in your head is when you start to grow up. Because if... You, if, if you react badly, now you can either react in two ways. You can either fight back and be an idiot. You can run away and be an idiot. There's two ways of being an idiot. Yeah. Right? Where not being an idiot is in that fucking, like, read between the lines over there. Right? You don't, you're not being scared. You're not being overly emotional about it or angry about it. You're trying to be rational about it to the, to the point where you're able to walk away from it knowing what you could have done but didn't do it. That's not... Being a, th that's not being a fighter, that's just being rational. You know what I mean? But like it's very hard any, to be rational. Any, yeah, exactly. It's so fucking it is hard, hard to be that rational. It is. Like and certain <laughs> disciplines in life will give you that rationality. Even if you go to the gym every day, that shit will give you rationality. Because to a certain extent, guys that do go to the gym and have vanity, show muscles, whatever you want to call it, like, they can fuck people up. It's just a mentality issue for them. Like, they, they just don't have that dog in them. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not talking about all, all bodybuilders, all gym goers. I'm saying majority of them can, they just don't. The majority of them do have just show muscles, but a lot of them can't. 
can't fuck people up. So and that's what I feel makes me stand out because I'm a skinny guy. Like I'm a little right. insecure about that shit. I don't have abs. I'm pretty insecure about that <laughs> hey, shit. Bro, don't everybody's hey, everybody's like, jacked. Take your clothes off, guys. You have abs, bro. <laughs> Dude, I'm, okay, look, see, see, Sachika. The missus says no, sorry. Sachika, the thing is, like, yeah. Karan, as much as I love him, right, that MMA career can go till, like, 36. After that, it's my job to to kind of put him on my casting couch. <laughs> like, you know, he's got to have those abs over there, right, is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, look, Karan, I'm telling you, after your MMA days are done, I'll make sure your OnlyFans account fucking makes it big, bro. It's, it's going to be fucking fire. <laughs> Co-producer, <laughs> you can you can be Karan. Sachika, you can be Karan's Andrew Tate. With me. Yeah. She <laughs> she 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 can be your Andrew Tate, bro. I'm telling you, just <laughs> pin them out completely. I was better in the kitchen. <laughs> you did not just say that on camera, my John. <laughs> Well, we like, talk. Okay, I want to ask you, like, as a smaller fighter, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you're like a lighter dude, and if, yeah. if, like, these bigger dudes, like, hit you and shit, <laughs> like, if you get robbed, right? Yeah. What's, like, one thing you dig down and kind of, like, oh, I need to stay in the fight instead of, like, just being, like, fuck it, done. So, like, as everybody knows, and I've said a fucking million times, and I'm tired of saying it now, I used to get bullied as a kid, right? Um, I'm not tired of talking about what good that did me, but I'm tired of just, like, acknowledging it again and again. But what that did teach me was to keep my composure. And when you keep your composure, you can analyze the situation for what it is, not what you want it to be, right? Mm. When you can do mm. that, when you can do that, you can come up with a very calculated, rational way of dealing with it, or knowing that you have these skills, knowing that you have these in your back pocket, you can fuck this person up. Even if they rock you in a fight, like even if I'm sparring and somebody bigger does rock me in a fight, if, that, if that's what your question was. Right. My natural instinct in sparring is to create space again, collect my thoughts, not let him hit me. So whatever that takes, if, I, if it means he's a good striker and I have to take him down and negate his strikes, that's what I do. If it means that he's a great, if that means he's a great grappler, I know that I have to create space and be wary of his takedowns and his overhands that he might throw. You know, so I have to be, I have to, I'm dangerous at all times in a fight, but I'm also very aware of what can happen to me in a fight, mm -hmm. right? So I'm not taking stupid chances in a fight. I'm not, I'm not um, swinging for the fences. I'm not doing random shit in a fight. I'm doing what I know I've drilled. I'm reacting. So. But you've never had like yeah. that uh, situation of like, yeah. screw the game plan. I just wanna. I just did for this entire fight camp. Okay. So. <laughs> Loki went the Mike Chandler way. Like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it's very contrary to whatever I've said right now. Being calculated, being prepared, being all these things. But sometimes you can't be prepared for certain things life throws at you, right? You can't be prepared for everything. You, you can't be prepared to deal with everything in the right way. Sometimes dealing with it in the wrong way makes you realize that you could have dealt with it better, but you're glad that you were honest with yourself about it to do. Like, you were honest with yourself enough to be able to deal with it the right way. Or even if it was the... What are you doing, dude? Are you doing? I've been lost at talking. I'm saying yes. the right way, right way, like three times just because I'm going to figure out yeah. what you're doing. People, bro. I thought I was doing some kinky shit, bro. I was doing like an Egyptian dance, bro. Ask you for your class or something like that. Nice guy, bro. No, what was I talking about? So you have to know when you, you have to know when the fight should come in and when the game plan should go out. Yeah. You know? Because if you try to rely solely on a game plan, you're gonna overthink it. 
and this mm. is just me personally like a lot of fighters do rely on game plans i'm not shitting on anybody i'm not saying that their way is the wrong way i'm just saying this is what works for me multi pronged right? approach right? right right and if anybody if anybody that does fight like me knows what instinct means and knows what instinct feels like because a lot of humans in general don't know what fucking instinct feels like because they've been taught that i have to go to upper kg so i have to i have to go to nursery lower kg upper kg first to 10th 10 to 12th college job be in a sad ass life just in this rat race and then you fucking like from i'm i'm just saying that like that, that that's not for me that's not for me as much I as i respect as much as i respect people, people for be people for being able to do that i just can't do it out of hung myself 3 years ago if i yeah. if i genuinely was stuck in that sort of situation and i fought very hard to be out of that and to do what i love so i speak about it as passionately as i do but again to finally answer your fucking question <laughs> to finally get to the fucking point um i feel like yes i do i do feel like my experience bullying did get me uh, the right mentality to adapt into sparring the right way because everybody has part of this bigger than me dude right. everybody i'm not a very big guy like i'm fi- i'm 5'10 but i'm not a very like physically big broad i'm very lanky i'm very thin yeah is a you're a beta male yeah i'm a beta male <laughs> i look like a beta male bro that's it exactly I know right like <laughs> right babe right babe is that right cool thank you yeah like on pegging tuesdays or <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, someone else that shut the fuck up everybody about this <laughs> look at the analyst talking about it so fucking corporately <laughs> you outsource this pegging work much yeah that's bro So you you're talking about strap on Saturdays. <laughs> Just like <laughs> How does the conversation go from being from beating this entire year to fucking strap on Saturdays dude what the fuck oh, Sometimes you just got to learn to let it go <laughs> But finally answering his question about the importance to you know the importance yes. of being impulsive Be- and not always sticking to that game plan That's what he said Right at this point yes yeah. he understood he put the pieces together Oh 100% bro like the the crazy thing is you know how much i am able to relate to the shit that you go through because i like you being a fighter on water and i was just like okay bro this dude is alpha maleing in a fucking alpha male pit bro like i can't ever imagine being in that but like you train right are you serious at fighting it's a different ball game yeah do you see yourself fighting it's an interesting like, question like i've wanted to fight but i don't like the mindset that fighting puts you in i don't like being a violent guy because you have to be <laughs> go ahead go ahead you have to be in like a serious violent mindset like you want to hurt the other person i don't like feeling that way like i felt that way once <coughs> for like a couple of weeks and like it was like uh, it was like a smoker fight but i don't like feeling that way so what happened what happened what, what happened? happened what happened walk us through it if you want to talk about it i mean it was nothing like i just like you just if you you want to win right everybody yeah fuck yeah win, you do right? yeah. so you always have to like build the other your opponent up into like a version of this is the worst person he's like the villain or whatever like he's really not But I mean that's yeah. what I've been told and mm-hmm. and to win and like a lot of the MMA guys that like I fight with they say like oh yeah you train you you cut weight blah 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 all that stuff but if you want to fight it's all, a lot of it is like it's about like maybe 40% mindset of you trying to push through and you actually every strike you throw needs to have that accuracy and intent to hurt yeah it's like venom behind it yeah, yeah this 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 that, that that's one more thing see yeah, this is a crazy. beautiful depiction of what I mean uh, preparing and overthinking looks like hmm. Maybe, you know yeah. you're in your own head about it yeah. even before your opponents in your head 
and and like your opponent s- hasn't set up a shop in your head he set up a colony in your head if you think <laughs> like that already did like fair, this, but yeah <laughs> yeah it's not, not so much about like worse than the british it's sure. not so much about how like i'm a fear of him or whatever mm-hmm. it's just about me trying to get in cuz I, i i like it sounds corny as hell but i like the art for the art itself right you know? i don't like i don't want to fucking but you don't want to paint you like you like you like appreciating the art you like indulging in it yeah. but not but but you know maybe going in and being the artist himself I mean, is I, like a my, scary place my friends right? fight and like i spar with them and some of them are like uh, tba national champions and stuff and oh, shit. so i spar with them and they're pretty great so but so i know i can like hold my own a little bit at least in a fight so i know i can like probably fight but i don't want so to so i put you in hey, shape calling in this is like i have my gloves yeah Cool. Just like touch sparring, so sure, it's cool. Sure. Touch part. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I'll throw you in shake call me. You'll be fine. Shake call. Doesn't matter. Shake call me. But um, we'll make fun of someone's girl. If this, if this does, if this does uh, help you be able to fight one day, I want to say that um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be in a bad mindset, angry mindset, violent mindset. It's none of those things. The calmer you are, and the more you understand your sport, and the more you understand. why you're doing what you're doing when you fight for a bigger cause not for the sake of fighting maybe it's not that for everybody right, but right. when you know that you're trying to get better as a person when you know that you're trying to get more honest with yourself fighting will make you more fucking honest with yourself in less than 3 seconds more than any any counselor psychologist friend telling you anything that sure. shit that shit will show you the mirror faster than the mirror itself would but then also like i'm not as passionate about it as yeah, you like, exactly. you know, so like, you know you're so passionate about it and why i en- yeah, why so. i encourage people to do this is is just because it'll help them be better people like it doesn't have to For be sure. you don't have to be passionate about fighting you just have to get a fight to fucking know where you're at that's it i mean a lot of people just get a fight know where you're at that's it that's it and you don't have to win you don't have to lose you have to be like true cool I like the outcome. That's it. I also feel like everybody has to get yeah. punched in the face at least That's once it. in their life. That's it. And people don't true. get punched in the face enough today yeah. so they they have they come up with these four problems to fucking worry about <laughs> and go like if somehow it just makes you wonder like I'm telling you like 10 months in Canada the only thing in my head yeah, is they have campus none of you guys have been punched in the face enough. Yeah. Universities have campus safe spaces. I'm not shitting on universities for this but come on and learn to deal with your problems. What is that? Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So it's this really woke thing that colleges and universities, uh, Ivy League universities, are doing now for students. I think it's a good thing, but it's called a campus safe space. This campus safe space is where you can't fuck with anybody of any kind. So it's just like a library. You have to go and be quiet because something you say might fucking offend somebody. <laughs> That's what I think about it, bro. That's how I imagine it would be. And my friend who goes to a very high level Ivy League university in the U.S. told me this and i was like that is the fruitiest fucking thing i've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life bro like now as much as i am for mental health and as much as i am for people being right mentally i'm just saying get punched in the face once fuck yeah bro go for it a lot of people are going to be my no, lawyer sitting behind the camera it's cool she's sticking here everything i'm saying nah, bro like it is uh, but there's so much truth to it right like thumbs up you got it yes No because like, okay. I think the biggest thing people are running away from these days yeah. is confrontation right That's it. and and they're like see self doubt self hate yeah they're very toxic things but they're a result of confronting yourself sometimes like that's when yeah. you find that huge degree of self doubt and a lot of hate like I face that a lot like and and I'm not going to put it down as a fucking mental illness I'm not going to put I'm not going to take a mental health week from work for this shit yeah. because because you're I'm having a bad week work, right That's it like you know but you confront it you confront it and say okay cool like this shit exists like life isn't supposed to be as happy go lucky there are fucking problems but we don't we're not special cuz we have problems you know who made me realize like, this know? first 
first in my life. Sajjaka and I moved in together in March in Bombay. We were living with a roommate, and she used to go to work every day, regardless of how fucking tired this girl was. Now she's five foot one, and she's not a very physically intimidating person, but she has more will than any fighter I've ever known in my life. Like, I'm, and I'm not just saying that because I'm her boyfriend, but that's I'm I'm noticing this as a fucking human being looking at somebody struggling and going for it every day. Every day she would fucking wake up at six thirty in the morning, regardless of how good or bad she was feeling. Get to the station on time after changing, after dealing with my shit in the morning. Getting to the station. No, no, we, we, we weren't driving through the train at that point, right? Like, yeah, we, had, we were going in the car. But she would get in her car and she would get to work, and which was a fucking one and a half to two hour drive away every fucking day. Every Bombay day. traffic, eh? In Bombay traffic. Bombay, nine o'clock, office traffic. Nine o'clock, office traffic. That shit is no joke. And anybody that watch, that, that, that's watching this that lives in Bombay knows what the fuck I'm talking about. And anybody who lives in Sharjah also knows. <laughs> also knows. Oh, you Rashid, you fuck, sir. Sit out there, go like, I work in GLD. <laughs> but yeah, like this girl showed me that you don't have to be, you don't have to be a fighter to have. This girl taught me that you don't have to be a fighter to have grit and determination to do what the fuck you want to do. Like as much as yeah. I hate a desk job, like I can't imagine that shit for me. I genuinely can't imagine that shit. But the way she would do it, it made me respect what she does and people in the corporate world do. Like when I understood stuff about where her dad was also in the corporate world, I was like. Oh, he's like Kamaru Usman, bro. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's like Khabib. He's like Khabib in India. Like, it's 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 like that. And I'm like, okay, it's just it's everything. Everybody's living the same parallel. We're all just people that are getting left behind are just the ones that are moving slowly. And she is moving faster than anybody that I've ever known. So I'm just trying to keep up. No, the fight, the fight, and the dog comes out everywhere, right? Like, you know, that way, that way, you've been a big fucking inspiration to yeah. me in that sense, right? Yeah. Like fighting your battles and whatnot. Look at the way like, this group I came could. together today, dude. That's yeah. it. Everybody just has something in common. That's it. Yeah. Half Parsi, half Parsi. Never, never met him in my life. What do we have in common? <laughs> we love Nikhil. <laughs> I don't love Nikhil. We love luxury travel. Oh, that's something. We can't live without it, dude. Yeah, he flew business class. You guys I'm not mocking you. Yeah, I flew back to business class. That cannot be the common factor. That's ridiculous. <laughs> You share a sense of luxury. You should both be on Dubai bling and Pune bling respectively, bro. <laughs> bro, you know you know the hierarchy of those two cities in the world. <laughs> you know the hierarchy. You know how far down the hierarchy I am. Can you not say it like that, please? You're like Pune bling, bro. How do you spell Pune? <laughs> Fucking eat my dick. Bro. I've heard people pronounce it Pune. I've heard Pune. Pune. I've heard Pune. Pune town. Pune town. P town. You did say it was Pune town. I said it was P-Town. What you, Karan, you gave me a lot of hopes. You told me that if I walked down the streets of Pune, looked down at a girl and smiled, yeah, I could talk to her. You could what? That I could strike up a conversation. Yeah, you, can strike up, you can strike up a conversation, for sure. I don't look... Yeah, they are very friendly over here. Our age group? Maybe not to you, though. <laughs> no one to me. No, I opened my mouth for two minutes. I said they were full like flattering him, dude. Who? Because they thought you were gay. Yes. Hello, hello, that role is taken. I will be better. Oh my god. You want to be the best 80% of the time I'm that role, I get him action. But now, my mission for the 20% is to make sure his cock is full strapped, bro. There's lock, key, everything, bro. It's 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 good. If it's getting fucked, if it's by another dick, then it's okay. No problem. That's it, it just goes the other way, doesn't go there. 
Bro, you guys are like a marriage, bro. What the fuck? Mission successful. Mission successfully failed, guys. Just. I'm just glad if anyone wants to make me a cuck, it's my dude best friend and not my wife or girlfriend, bro. I'm just bro, happy. Others, uh, Amen to, to that shit, that dude. Already, it's your wife doing it. Actually, not your husband, your other wife. Yeah, who's the top? Who's the bottom? I can't tell. Yo, Siddhu. Um, one sec. Excuse Siddhu, me, come Siddhu. Come are you? Are you? Come in. Come in front of the camera. One sec. Come are you? The camera. One second. One second. Siddhu, are you? Are you just? We'll hide your face. Just come gender here. Rules? Are you appropriating gender roles? Yes. <laughs> Why did the light go off? This is fun. Fuck yeah. He got scared right now. Come sit here, na. Join podcast. Yes. I don't got makeup on. Sachika, Sachika, Sachika. This is a candid thing. I'm sitting. I've been wearing this T-shirt. Sachika, Sachika, team. Like, like this is see at the end of the day, right? This is what it is, right? Anyone has a problem, they can go suck a cock. So like, really. I think that's why she doesn't want to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to be that girl. Yes, I am the one who sucks cocks. No. I'm pretty sure that's no, what. No, cock order. Again with this cock business. Change your vocabulary. See, I will explain to you all. See, if I. Go on camera without makeup, then all his hoes will think that they have a shot. Okay. What? You know what? I agree with her logic. I agree with her logic just for that. She's like, hey, ye goalkeeper hai, chalo. I'm telling you, bro. Women are like men keeper also. Keeper ki aulad hai, keeper ki aulad. I'm not even joking. I don't know what that means. Translate. Uh, <laughs> keeper ki offspring. That's okay. Okay. So that I understood. That I understood. That's the best way I can. That I understood. It's the most literal way I can explain it. Right. Ah, that Peter Schmeel, now the new Schmeel, like that, you know, legacy. Legacy. <laughs> so what do you think? He's, he's dating that's my that's mother, fun. and then he started dating. Actually, yeah, that's a bad example. <laughs> legacy. You cannot legacy. say like this. Then you're implying her mom is a goalkeeper. For some time, I thought that he's dating my mother only, because I used to sit at home and they both are going out on date. Fuck yeah, bro. But she's a she's she's an interesting lady. Like the fact that she's so open to feeding me like food so willingly. Like that's that's something that I really like about somebody too. Like part of the reason why I love this girl so much also is because like she's the best cooking. She can just cook. Like I know it's a damn sexist thing to say in today's world that she can cook, but yeah, I mean like I think I think that uh, she said that I think I was better in the kitchen. Is cook good. Cook well. Cook yeah. well. Yes. yes. She cooks really really fucking well. For my birthday, she made me a blueberry cheesecake. Even for your win. Even for my win, blueberry cheesecake that I could finish in like three bites. To say I could more than once. <laughs> yeah, dude. So it's okay. You got to join the pod. You really have. You got to join the pod. Come on. We we make petition. You. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like like, like we go to shows, hoes like you know. Y'all make the petition, but who is approving the petition? And even the law is she obligated. She is part of the law. She knows. Yes. You can't. You can't. Even with petition, law. I can throw it out. <laughs> Precedent you need. Like him, I think him and me are vibing. Yeah, that's the that's the equation for today. That's my that's my production crew right there. What do you like, think I do for Nikhil, bro? He wants boy, this girl to do take care of the girl. I want to be with. You're his pimp, bro. And, and no, no, it works both ways. He's like, if he wants the girl, he's like, go take care of the boyfriend. Okay, bro, come. Take care of the boyfriend. You're yes. talking, bro. Whoa, bro depending on his mood, is friend. Today he's like, hey, I want to be with the he's boy. Hey, excuse me, I can say this with pride. I've not once done anything with a girl who's dating another guy. No ones. I've got fucking. Okay, names. you want you want gold star. Or I've got more. No, I'm just saying I've got more. What is your morals? Morals? What are your morals? You're not cheating. You're not doing anything. Karan has been with someone who's bitten now. I want to come for this. Ah, 
you brought interesting stories now now she is ready see you don't need president and all you need bribe this point now you are referring to i don't because know. i genuinely can't remember right now that's it live fight ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i can't remember the story can you please the roast of karan chohan in five yes. Four, three, two, one. <laughs> the roast of Karan Chauhan begins. Yo, guys, I did not expect to be caught in the middle of this shit today. I'm putting my drink down for this. I need to be as sober as I can right now. Oh yeah, he got caught in all. Bad. Yo, wait. Once again, first of like a, a guy who fights for a living getting caught in a love uh, in a love battle or a sex scandal is like, okay, bro, that's it. Like. That's that's just basic, bro. Like it's not even cool in today's terms, bro. Like you know, so really, like Jesus, like those are your problems, you fucking sigma fuck. Like at this point, who she can roast you for it? Yeah, just that's a pretty fucking cool thing, dude. Yeah. Fair, really right? Like I make fun of him about his with his about his exes with his mom, and it's so much fun. Right? Like how can how can this fighter just feel like a cock in a cage right now? I'm just like. <laughs> Names because like. You don't know the boys. You don't know the boys though. Like no, 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 no. Like. No, you, you, you say names, please, for all intents and legal purposes. Yeah, no. Speak to a fake. I love the way this guy speaks, man. Fake, fake, fake names for other people, yeah. No, but like, there was this one. Let's use Sara. Yeah. Okay. No. 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 I'll give the name. Sara. Don't give these names. Sara's a real nigger. I mean, probably somewhere, but. Sara's a real nigger. Actually, yeah, dude. You know what? We use all the exes' name for the wrong story. Double whammy. No. I'll tell you something, Sachka. Use African names, dude. I'm not with them. Hey, we cannot say Bolong. Bolong. Mile. <laughs> You're not getting another fight after this. Oh, no, Abudi is gonna come for me after There's this. There's enough people who wants to fight, but he can't punch radical feminists. Is the problem? Like, but but. But he's been punch. with most radical feminists. He has. The yeah. one that he was trying to set you up with was also a radical feminist. They, they, they are the most. Like they are the most. <laughs> Like that. Bro, these are not nice things to hear. Yeah. No, no, Sachka. See, 
Muslim girls go pro. <laughs> like, they, they go pro at 18. They don't. I'm not. You made me lose excitement for my sport with what you said, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm man. Just, look, I'm not shitting on it. But, like, bro, the rate at which my M boys and homies, and okay, my M girls and boys are getting hitched is mad. Which is cool. See, which is I'm fucking lit. I'm cool with it. Like, I, I fucking love it. Because here's the thing, right? Each of those girls, each of those guys actually find a really cool partner that's actually found on the basis of religion which is something that they hold very close to their hearts like you know it's a yeah, very so it's a crazy because it's a crazy I want, filter I want that fast like okay see as much as I fast say, track based on religion you're a lawyer you can't be a fa- you can't fast track love based on religion you know we both are the same religion right we both you're half pa- wait you're half Parsi and you're he's, half no he's he's a Chauhan I'm a Thakur what the fuck does that mean? Okay, once we're both Hindus, we're both like uh, same oh, like cast from like, the same cast, yes. Okay, so 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 like because of that you make a like traditional checkbook. Like you know the traditional exactly, checklist. Yeah. It forms a checklist yeah, for your her, parents. His ex and the was older like ones. someone Oh Muslim! Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, it's <laughs> they couldn't, they couldn't, they conquered half of India, but couldn't conquer Chauhan. Oh my god. They tried to convert the him, but Chauhan they stood strong. Oh fuck, but like. The WAP wasn't good enough, bro. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Yo, okay, yeah, for, all, I mean, for all intents and purposes, girl in question is married. So, like, you but know. N- no, the fun fact. She found a guy whose dick was bigger than yours, Karan. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's fine, see. Her. With um, yeah, like she retired your jersey though. Like that number will always be there. <laughs> yeah, but like, she just wanted a circumcised dick. Yeah. Wow, I can't believe my girlfriend is having a conversation about my ex-girlfriend's dick. Oh, uh, my ex-girlfriend's viewpoint. <laughs> <laughs> my ex-girlfriend's dick, bro. So that's why you broke up. Oh, yeah, good. like yeah, like positive and positive side of a fucking back bro. <laughs> Fine, thanks. Hey, why do you have circumcised? I don't. Why? Why am I saying this? Oh, okay. <laughs> what is this? Dad? It's all it's it's, it's it's always hoodie season. <laughs> this is a <laughs> no, but you know what? I kind of I kind of convinced like to get like circumcised as a joke. Dude, let's not talk about circumcised because like I yeah, oh boy, I recently got circumcised and trust me, that's the worst amount of pain any man could possibly be in. Yeah, but he's a fighter, he can, that's the least amount Shut of pain. Shut the fuck up, I don't know. That's points where he doesn't train. Do you feel pain when you don't? Actually, no, I'm not. That's the point. Actually, you know what I was going to go He's a fighter, he can bear pain. I was like, do you know when, do you know what it's like to feel pain when you don't want to feel pain? Then I realized they go through periods, I'm like, ah, fuck, fair. Yeah, like, want to compare that? Like, it's debilitating pain. It was, it was, it was brutal because... It's pain where Karan gets thrashed for one week. <laughs> That's my fight week, bro. I fight, I, like, people wonder... It means meat instead of the bags. <laughs> people wonder why I am a little not nervous when I'm walking out for a fight. I've faced that fucking month and month and month again, bro. And that affects my life along, like, multiple, st- like, like, multiple stages. Shut up. If I don't do the right things, but it's okay. Oh, my See. It's only two things. Siddhu. Take <laughs> One mask. Just keep it. Put it on the ground. Yeah, just take it, you know. <laughs> no, that's behind the camera. It's not subtle. But then, everyone knows what they So doing. much for subtle, guys. Is the camera right there? Just no, I say it should, the drink should magically fill up. You put it on the ground, it should be full. 
put it there where it is. I told you. That's it. No camera should be getting this. Rumor has it. Rumor has it that if you go to the Oxford Dictionary and look up cocksuck human being, right, you'll find one Siddharth Murli JPEG right next to it. Did I say it would be my full name? Why bring my father into this? Apologize. Apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh my fucking. Oh. Oh. oh my god, dude. My tummy's hurting. Bad boy for Karan, he's gonna go through. He's <laughs> gonna go through one week of beat me. No, my, my back is hurting. Even after you stretched out my back, my back is still huh? hurting. Can we not see this on camera, sir? Please. Oh, nice. Say it like that on camera, please. No, like like my hamstrings were tight, so you just like. No cameras rolling at this point. Fuck, we'll go upstairs to whatever you want. Casting couch is there, and you know lighting is also there. Didi, the assistant director. She'll be like, back in the day, we didn't use protection, bitches. He came on my spine. That's a good song. Do you know?